Here we are. Here we are again. It's been quite the day. Uh, We've had an adventure today that we're going to talk about here on the Sorrow Eternal podcast, episode 102. Wonderful. Wonderful. And this is going to be a full house of a podcast. Yes, it is. We have a lot to talk about. Lots of stories. We have a lot to talk about. Right. We've been, you know, the podcasts have been very, very short uh, as we've talked about, you know, really just what's on the site and stuff like that. But we actually have some stuff to talk about today. Yep, we do. Uh, so first of all, I'm Daryl. That's Rachel. That's me. Uh, this is, of course, Sorrow Eternal, the podcast. Right. Uh, and Rachel, what did we do today? We did something special today. We went on a field trip. We went on a field trip. An where office did... field trip. And where did we go? We went to Red Scroll Records in Connecticut. Uh, yes, in uh, Wallingford, Wall- Connecticut. Wallingford, yep. Uh, we've been to Red Scroll before, yeah. once before, and I remember leaving there the first time feeling... Uh, well, I mean, much lighter in my pocket. And a little sick to your stomach, if I remember correctly. And a little sick to my stomach, because I spent a lot of money. Yes, you did. Because uh, Red Scroll has one of the best selections of any record store we've been in. Yep. In the... We've been around. We've, we've, we get around. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> they have a great selection. And particularly if you're into metal vinyl, they have a really... It's not a huge metal selection, but it's a really deep metal selection. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to think of the right word to use to describe that. I, I think deep says yeah. it. It's, it's varied. There's a lot yeah, of great stuff. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so we spent three hours there today. Holy crap. Uh, we went through... I think we touched... Just about every piece. Of, we didn't touch the back room. We didn't go into the, the used cavern. I, I did. I, I went through one whole rack. Okay. Um, but we touched every piece of new vinyl in yep. the store. Rachel went through... All of the seven inch. 16 boxes yep. of uh, 45s. I mean, it, we, we touched like every piece of product yes. in the store. So it seems... Uh, so we wanted to give them a shout out uh, for doing a great job as they do. It's awesome. It really is. It's the, the amount of use that they get in the... How varied it all is. Everything about that. It's just, it's a really cool place to be. It really is. And they, they do a great job of getting the stuff done and out on the floor and prices are reasonable. You know, I don't yep. feel like I'm overspending on new or used. Uh, so, you know, just wanted to make sure, you know, they know they're doing a great job. Yep. And we'll be back there in October and we I'm already will. looking forward to it. We will. Uh, you can actually find them online. They have a Discogs page for those of you who are on Discogs. Uh, I believe their username is Red Scroll. Yeah. Uh, so you can check out. They put a lot of their stock up there for uh, viewing and purchasing. And if you follow them on Instagram, they post a lot of the new stuff they got in and right. uh, plug it where you can purchase it. Through, exactly. Uh, through them there. And they get tremendous collections. I don't even know how they get, you know, 20 copies of one album. Uh, yeah. They got in uh, Witchfinder General as a band, and they got just an, an armload of Witchfinder General albums, different pressings, different colors, a picture disc. It's insane. Yep. So yep. I don't know how they do that, but, you know, great job there. Um, and we'll be back, you know, whenever possible. Yeah. Uh, and we ate some good barbecue. Holy crap. That was the best barbecue ever. And we said we'd never post food pictures on Instagram. And I, you know, I, I stick to that. We're not going to do that, but, right. uh, pig rig barbecue. Yep. It was also Wallingford. It was just a different side of Wallingford. A different side of Wallingford. Yep. Uh, great barbecue, really friendly people. The dude actually turned out to be a metalhead. Yep. Uh, which was really cool. We talked about some, some metal shows and it wasn't like one of those guys says, I'm a metalhead. I really like disturbed. Like he was, he was really into the cool stuff. You know, he saw Pantera and Sabbath and, you know, it was a really enjoyable time and some really good food. Yep. So that was our day. And what we did was we got done and we rushed right back here. Yep. Ran right up to the to the office. Because we got we have stuff to do. Yep. We are committed to delivering, you know, a, a regular schedule of content for you. Yep. And Sunday happens to be podcast day. 
and I guess this just proves how uh, to the minute our podcasts are. They're, you know, updated. We don't record these three weeks out. We do these. Right. We we do them, you know, I mean, hours before they're right. going live. Uh, to give you frame of reference today, it's uh, almost 6.30 yep. uh, Eastern Standard Time. Yep. So this podcast will be up an hour and a half from now. Uh, so yeah, so we got to, you know, we should probably get moving then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was another packed week on the site, of course. And, uh, this week we had a couple reviews and I say every week cause that's what we do. And I'm not going to say that this week. Uh, but we had two reviews. We had, uh, the new album from Eldoroth, which is titled mystic, uh, which is a very strange mix of like power, progressive power metal, electronic music, and, I was really excited about it, and I think even like a track or two in, I was still pretty excited about the possibilities of the album. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, it didn't deliver. Oh. I, I mean, I, I, I. One thing you'll notice is that a lot of the scores on the site tend to be on the high side. Right. And it's not because I think every album is great. It's just a lot of the ones that I don't like, I don't review. Right. The negativity does nobody any good. I mean, it's there's constructive parts to it, but you know. So this one I was really excited for, and lyrically the album was not good. It was, it was kind of like, I, I don't want to say cheesy because that's just so insulting, but it, it was cheesy like radio rock vocals. Okay. Uh, and I think that was number one. Number two, the mix was just too crowded. You know, there was a lot of, he, he uses these um, Eastern Asian influences, you know, kind of the, the Asian guitar type uh-huh, sound, uh-huh. and those sound really good, but when you put them together with kind of a regular band and some like kind of thumping <clears throat> kind mm-hmm. of beats it just it just didn't work it didn't work all together like something should have just been removed and it would have been right which yeah. is basically what i said was if you took out the electronics i think that it would still it would work better it still wouldn't be great but it would work better uh so i mean give the album a listen it's on their Bandcamp page maybe you disagree and if you do more power to you cool for you cool for you uh hopefully they'll get better yeah it's really it's one guy who writes everything so you know sometimes when you're a one-man band there's no one there he has other guys in the band that play with him now, but when you're writing the music yourself, it gets very difficult to. There's no, there's just no one there to say stop. There's no regulation. You're just going right. and going and going. Which yeah. for some one man bands is great. You know the Inadrin album I did uh-huh. uh, last week or the week before. He didn't need anyone to tell him when he he knew he knew what he wanted and he made it happen. Uh, the other review this week was uh, a submission we got via the website. Uh, from a band from Catalonia, Spain. Ooh. Uh, n- I, I don't know how to say it. It's Nemained or Nemained. Okay. That's, I'm sure uh, that's close. The, the name of the album is Eclipsy. It's a three-song EP. Uh-huh. Uh, really cool, really expansive, melodic death metal. And I like what they're doing. And it, it, you know, you would never mistake it for any other genre, but it wasn't like I would turn it on and you go, oh, well, that's obviously Insomnium. It's not, it's not a ripoff of anybody else. They're kind of doing their own thing, but in a very straightforward way. Uh, one of the best EPs I think I've listened to this year. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's, it's only three songs. It's, you know, somewhere in like probably the, I think it was like 16, 17 Mm -hmm. minutes. But out of those 17 minutes, there's no, it doesn't feel forced, and it doesn't feel like it's one song just rehashed. Like, here's a song, and here's a, a song that sounds exactly like that one. It's three songs that are completely different from one another. Well, that's really cool. It is cool. Uh, so definitely give them a listen. You can check that out on their Bandcamp page as well. I love Bandcamp, by the way. Yeah. Bandcamp is great. Uh, a lot of news this week, of course. 
Uh, I'm not going to get into all of it, but one thing I did want to mention, uh, I mean, obviously there's new album announcements, new videos, new tracks out there a lot, you know, Ghost, Megadeth, whatever. Uh, but we've, we've grown very fond of uh, a site called Pit Full of Shit. Uh-huh. Uh, and what it is is uh, one guy, Frank, uh, videotapes a lot of shows, particularly I think in the Brooklyn area. Uh, and he tapes, like, does professional work on full sets of artists. So this week we posted the one by Primitive Man. Uh, in the past, I think uh, he's done Royal Thunder. Really, really cool. He does a great job. Sound, visual, everything's great. Uh, he filmed a show at the And he left his equipment there because he was going to film another show there a day or two later. And they had a break-in. And yeah. some of his stuff was stolen. First of all, that is the definition of shit. It's so shitty. It's it really so shitty. is. And, you know, we've you know dealt with stories in the past of bands having their van broken into, right. equipment stolen. And a lot of times, these bands are barely scraping by. Yeah. So when you get all of your gear stolen, it's not just like, well, let's go down to the store and get yeah. some new stuff. It's, it's a lot harder for some of these people. Right. Uh, so please, if you, you know, if you've enjoyed his work in the past, make sure you... Uh, you can go over to his Facebook. He's got a statement on the whole thing. He's taking donations. He's not being greedy and saying, like, give me a million dollars. And he was going to, you know, talk to the venue, and they were going to, you know, do what they can do. So feel free to make a donation and get Frank a new camera and get him back. Taping back shows. in action. Back in action. I'm sure he would appreciate it. And I know we would because I think he just, I think he does great work. Right. You don't, you don't really get live sets, full live sets to to watch and listen to let alone ones in, like, kind of smaller, intimate settings. So go support the guy. Pit full of shit. He deserves it. Yep. I believe it's a Blogspot page for now, but you can also find him on Facebook, facebook.com slash shit, I believe. Uh, Rachel finished out our social media uh, trifecta this week. Part three. Part three. And, Rachel, this week you tackled the negative side of social media. Right, which is kind of interesting because we've been uh, singing the praises of social media since we started this a little feature run. And uh, this one was about all of the things that bands or promoters are doing wrong. Um, I kind of focused on two things. One is uh, the hashtags that you're using and the way that you're uh, getting your content out there. Uh, it leads to a lot of false follows, uh, kind of like how people are buying Instagram likes and buying uh, Twitter followers and stuff like that. It gives your band a false perception of how popular you are or how good what you're doing really is. Uh, pe- somebody logs in and sees that you're getting, you know, you have 100,000 followers, but you bought half of them. Uh, what is that really saying about you guys? Uh, that actually brings up a weird point because I know uh, John Asher contributed yep. to this again. And what was his what was his quote? Uh, this is the best quote ever. I'm, I'm going to read the whole sentence because it's it's awesome. Uh, he's John says, if you can't build it in grassroots, there's something wrong with your band. Maybe you need to suck it up and realize you're truly not well liked. Now, that's an interesting thought because there are bands who have, you know, 20,000 likes on Facebook yet have no label, no representation, don't have an album available except through them. And I think that that speaks to how much people rely on likes and follows to measure themselves. That's actually another part of what John said is that if you're getting all of these likes and follows, but you're not selling CDs and you're not selling merchandise, then again, what good is it really doing you? Right. Uh, I think he made a lot of great points and I think you covered it so well uh, that it's just... 
there's a lot of good to social media, but you just can't rely on social media to be the be all and end all of what you're doing. Right. Because if it doesn't work, then what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. There are bands that have 300 likes that I think are better equipped for a career than bands with 20,000 likes. Right. Right. I mean, I've dealt with some bands in the past who had a ton of likes on their Facebook page, and when I give them a bad review, they're like, well, you're obviously wrong because we have 50,000 likes, but... But how many of those people are actually listening to and purchasing your music? Right. And especially Facebook, Instagram obviously is the worst because just one hashtag can get yeah. you likes, whether the people even read what you wrote or not. Especially Instagram, I think, is geared to having all of these fake hashtags that are just like Insta hashtag Instagram daily or whatever. It's just, right. it's just fodder, for, you know? Yes. It, it's mindless. It yeah. really is. Uh, but obviously it is a way to get your name out there and, you know, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. good. And you take the good, you take the bad, right. you take them both. And there you have social media. Right. Uh, so anyway, wanted to, uh, get into a story today. Yes. Uh, that I, I don't know how I managed to never tell this story before. And I, I, it was several years ago. So there are obviously parts of it that I don't remember. So I might leave things out, but the, the point is the same. Uh, when I was, uh, you know, years ago, I was uh, in bands. I've been in many bands. Right. Uh, I've, I've been the lead singer of bands. I've played bass in bands. i played guitar in a band. I've, I've done everything but drum. I just don't drum. I, my feet and my hands don't work in the same Except way. Except for when you're, when you're driving, you drum. Yeah, but that doesn't count. Uh, so I was in a band uh, for a short period of time, a period of seven weeks, called The Mafia. Uh, it was in parentheses, The Mafia. Uh -huh. And we were rehearsing. It was uh, four of us. We all worked together. Uh, I won't give names or anything. Right. Uh, but four of us who worked together, and we were uh, uh, one of the drummer had uh, knew someone who owned Electric Faith Studios, and we were given kind of cheap studio time so we could just go in and rehearse and jam and whatever. We had some songs, so we went in. I think it was seven Sundays in a row. Might have been six. Might have been eight. I don't know. And. It was going really well, and then schedules got a little funky. Uh, one guy was working in the city, and that was tough, and, you know, whatever. We couldn't get together for a week or two, and that was the end of it. The drummer went and joined another band, uh, and then the one guitar player was busy with work, and we just never got back together. And I was disappointed because I thought yeah. that was that was a good shot. But anyway, so the other guitar player and I really wanted to get something together. So he calls me one day, and he says, hey, man... Um, I got this guy who says that he plays guitar and he wants to play guitar in a band with us. So two guitar players and a bass player. We The music we were playing, I would say, we were looking for something in the Opeth range. Okay. It's probably what we were what we were doing. Uh, so he's like, he says he wants to play guitar, so he wants to jam on, on Sunday. Do you want to go out to his house and jam? Well, of course I do. You know, this is what I'm all about. I want to jam. And by no means, this guitar player was great. I am a... I was a serviceable bass player for the music we were playing. I'm not great, but I, I could I could keep along. And I'm sure you're much better than you're letting no, on. No. But anyway. But anyway, so uh, I meet him on this Sunday, and we have to drive out to this town. And um, we're, we have the directions, and we're driving and driving and driving. And we end up, we make a turn, and now we're on a dirt road. And I, I we neither of us really know this guy. He's like a friend of a friend of a friend. Uh-huh. So I'm like, dude, he's luring us out here. He's going to kill us. This is it. We're, gonna, we're going down this dirt road, and he's going to kill us. So we get to his house. We eventually find his house down the dirt and gravel road. And uh, the lawn is about two feet high. Hasn't been mowed in forever. 
Uh, so we like, is this the place? Yeah, I guess it's the place. So we knock on the door, and uh, a woman comes to the door, and we're like, oh, hey, is you know, so-and-so home? So, oh, yeah, he's in his room. Hang on, let me get him. So she goes and gets him, and we're like standing on the porch awkwardly. Mm-hmm. And he comes, oh, hey, guys, how's it going? I'm so-and-so. Oh, yeah, hey, man, you ready to do this? He's like, yeah, man, let me just, I got, you know, I got to finish up a couple things. Uh, we'll, we'll be all set. We're like, all right, cool. We go back to the car. I grab my huge, like, bass amp mm-hmm. and my bass. And uh, the other guy grabs his guitar and his amp and his pedals and everything. And uh, we start walking to the house. He's like, oh, no, we're not, we're not going to play here. Just put your stuff back in the car. We have to drive to the place. Oh, like, boy. Okay. Well, this is weird. Okay, so he's going to take us into the wilderness and kill us. My whole right. thing this whole time is he's probably going to kill us. But he wouldn't want to do that at his residence. He's right. going to take you, you elsewhere. That. Yeah. So he's like, why don't you guys come on in? Sure. Sounds good, man. So we come in the house, and uh, his mother's there with like laundry everywhere. And he's like, all right, come in my room. So his room is about, I don't know, 12 feet by 12 feet. Uh-huh. It's small, uh-huh. maybe. That's probably smaller than that. Probably uh, 10 by 10. Yeah. Uh, he has his mattress on the floor, and uh, there's a ferret running around. Ew. And he starts to tell us that he loves getting his ferret stoned. Oh, my he God. He just, like, blows the smoke in the ferret's face. Like, okay. And this ferret is obviously uh, impaired. Like, he can barely run. He's kind of, like, running and then falling over. And, like, oh, my God. Uh, so, as we're sitting there, I look, and there's his uh, guitar on a stand in the corner, like, on this, like, uh it's like on the corner of a desk on a stand, so it's like sitting above the floor. Uh-huh. Like, oh, cool, man. So we look, and like, oh, it's a nice guitar. It's like, yeah, I wish I could play. Oh, boy. Silence. Oh, Just boy. silence. Like, you wish you could play? He's like, yeah, I can't. I wish. I mean, I just can't really play guitar. Oh? <laughs> Thought we were band guitar? You? Uh-oh. You, him, me, bass? So. Okay, uh, well, we thought you played guitar. Nah, man, you know, I, I really want to sing in a band. Oh, okay. Uh, he's like, I mean, I got like tons of lyrics written and everything, so like, if, you know, if you guys can get some, some stuff, we could probably hammer out a track or two today. Like, well, we came all the way here, so whatever. So we sit in his room. He offers us weed several times. Nope, good, don't want to die. <laughs> so uh, he's like, okay, so uh, we just got to drive up the road. Okay, fine. So we get back in the car, our gear now back in the car, and we drive up, and we're following him. Okay, that was gonna, he, I was going to He's driving ask. in front of okay. us. We had no room in the car because we had enough stuff with us. Uh, so we drive, and we see he turns his directional on on the dirt and gravel road, <laughs> and we pull into a barn. It's a barn, like an actual barn. Now, I've been in barns. You know, where I grew up, there were farms. There was a large chicken farm and right. what have you. I've been in barns. It's fine. Whatever. We're going to rehearse in the barn. You got some space. Like, it's a room in the barn. Cool. Uh, so we unload our gear and we go. There's like a small uh, jut off the side of the barn. That's a small little room. And that room seems to be littered with beer cans. Mm-hmm. There are stools that aren't stools. They're like tree stumps that are just standing on the floor so you can sit on them. Uh, there's like a shitty table, a bunch of magazines and shit. We don't really look at it. We're going into the main part of the barn. So we go into the main part of the barn. We're all carrying our gear. Well, I'm carrying my bass and amp. The other guy's carrying his guitar, amp, and pedals. And the third guy is carrying nothing because he can't play guitar. Right. So we go into the barn and we look and it's a big open barn. There's very little stuff in it. It smells like shit. Because it's a barn. Because it's a barn and there was probably shit in the barn. Right. And I can say there was probably shit. Actually, I can tell you there was definitely shit. You know why I can say that? (laughs) Why? Because as we walk in, like, okay, where do you want us to set up? He's like, oh, I cleared out a space over here. So we go in and we kind of make a right into this barn. And he basically uh cleared and swept Whoa. a 10 foot by 10 foot square 
<laughs> so there's like shit as a barrier oh, around the square. It's like shit and hay and like dirt and rock. Oh, so God. he cleared out this spot all the way to one side of the barn. The rest of the barn is wide open. <laughs> he cleared this space. So we're like, okay, so we're going to play in this little space. In that tiny corner. So you're going to play guitar. I'm going to play bass. And he is going to... Bring his voice. Bring his voice to the party. Sure. So we set our stuff down. And I'm, at this point, again, he's going to kill us. We're in this dark <laughs> barn on this dirt and gravel road. We're going to die. That's it. So we're like, okay, um, well, where can we where can we plug in? He's like, oh, right. Hadn't really thought about the power <laughs> situation. So he finds an outlet. The nearest outlet to where he cleared out is about 50 feet Whoa. down to the other end of the barn on the wall. Uh, so he's like, oh, well, I, I got to find a, an extension cord. Okay, we'll go find an extension cord. He's just going to use it to hang you guys. Well, guess what? <laughs> he couldn't find an extension cord. There is no extension cord. So now we've, we're in the shit barn, in the shit square, uh-huh. in the shit barn, uh, and he can't find an extension cord. So, well, we can't play here. So what are we going to do? He's like, well, let's just go out into this little offshoot room and we'll uh, we'll play there. So we go out there and it's cramped because there's so much shit in a six foot by six foot room. <laughs> there's enough room for the table, a couple stumps, the uh-huh. beer cans and whatever. So we uh, we sit down and I'm sitting on one side of the table with the guitar player and this other guy sits on the other side of the table. Uh, we get everything wired and we're all plugged in. And he's like, okay, so like, I'm really into bands like Avenged Sevenfold. And he starts listing every awful, shitty, non-metal band I've ever heard in my life. Quote, quote metal. Right, right? quote metal. Uh, So we're like, oh, well, I mean, you've heard Opeth, right? Is that the one with the female lead singer? No, that's Otep. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I like them. Nope, nope. (laughs) That is not what we're doing. We're not doing that. He's like, oh, well, here, I got some lyrics. Like, do you have like a riff? Just like play a riff. So... Guitar player's like, okay, fine. And he's playing a riff, and I'm like, okay, I, I know the bass line. We've, we've done this riff before, so yeah. I'm playing the bass line to it. And the guy now is uh, not holding a microphone because he's not singing into anything at the moment. So he's just going, <laughs> he's like squealing, screeching, grunting into his hand. Uh-huh. And this is his vocal style. This is what he wants to contribute to us. Right. So, again, we're probably going to die. At this point, it is like mid-afternoon, and this is in like the fall, I think. Uh The timing, I'm not really sure of. It wasn't super hot, so it wasn't the summer, and it was getting dark kind of early. So, it's probably like 5.30, 6 o'clock. The sun is coming down. It's not yet dark, but it's coming down. Uh, And what the the fuck are we going to do? get out while you still can and that's it like every time he stepped away like at one point he got a phone call and he stepped out and i like leaned over to my friend and i'm like yo man come on we can just make a run for the car before he <laughs> even knows what's going on we can have our shit in the car and we can get out of here and like he's like dude i i don't know i don't know what the hell we're doing what are we gonna do i'm like i don't know so he comes back in he's like all right man well i just called my friend my friend plays guitar uh so my friend's gonna come over and maybe, you know, we can all jam so that way, you know, we can get the harmonies and whatever. Like, sure, okay, whatever. Your yeah, friend's going to come yeah. over. So his friend comes over. His friend is a um, 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, she walks in the door wearing a disturbed T-shirt. Oh, boy. She also loves Avenged Sevenfold. So you guys are still dating? <sighs> and that girl was you, Rachel. Uh, so... She sits down. She's like, oh, hey, guys, uh, I'm going to jam with you guys. Ha <laughs> ha. No, it wasn't Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Copyright Disney, whatever, so I don't get sued. Uh, so 
She sits down on another stump. There are four stumps. Uh-huh. And as we're sitting there, she's getting her gear set up, and that being a guitar and an amp. Uh, and she's playing like the like shittiest looking guitar I've ever seen. <laughs> so I start kind of looking around the room, and there's beer cans right. all over, like every inch of the place. On the there's like a windowsill, beer cans, floor, beer cans, table, beer cans. I just kind of look next to me on the table, stack of porno magazines. Uh... And I don't mean like like Playboy, Penthouse. I mean like hardcore like just awful awful uh-huh. awful stuff like i just kind of looked at the cover and there's like penetration on the oh cover oh my god i'm like what the fuck he's like oh yeah my mom kicked my dad out of the house so my dad's been staying in here oh my god <laughs> so now let's break this down now we are now <laughs> half a mile from this kid's house down a dirt and gravel road we've gone to a barn the barn in the shit square in the shit barn that he cleared out, we couldn't play, so we had to go into the off-shoot off room. Off-shit shoot. Off-shit shoot room where there are tree stumps for stools, a table, uh, uh, at least 150 beer cans, porno mags, and his dad's been sleeping there. Oh, right, because there's a little mattress in the corner. Ah, okay. What are we doing here? <laughs> this is the question I keep asking, and I'm like looking at my friend like, dude, what the fuck are we doing here? So they want to play, like, okay, well, let's play something. Great. At this point, I'm, like, trying to tune my bass, and it just cuts out. No audio whatsoever. I turn, play with my amp, play with my plug, nothing. Battery went dead in my bass. Uh, I kind of forgot about that. uh So it's, like, kind of cutting in and out, whatever. So they're like, oh, let's, do you guys know this song? Avenged Sevenfold. Fuck. No, we don't know that song. And the girl's like, well, the riff kind of goes like this. So he starts playing that. She starts playing the, the rhythm part to it. I start playing the bass to it. But nobody can hear me because my battery's dead. And I don't care because I'm not even playing what I'm supposed to play. I'm right. playing what I want to play. And he starts going. <laughs> Whatever he's doing. <laughs> Making monkey noises. I thought I was at a disturbed concert. Uh-huh. You might as well. Ooh, I don't oh know. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So we did that for a couple minutes. And again, this whole time, like we keep looking at each other, like, "Can I fucking get out of here, dude? It's gonna get dark soon. He's gonna kill us out here." <laughs> so we start to look. The sun is now behind the trees. Time it's, to go. It's getting dark. Well, yeah, man. You know, battery's dead in my base. Yeah, battery's dead. Yeah, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta meet up with my my brother for dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta, we got stuff we gotta do. So I don't even have a brother. That would have been. We, the gotta, <laughs> we gotta go and. Um, does that sound good? Yeah, I mean, no, this was cool. This was cool. Thank you. Thank right. you for dragging us here. Nice to meet you, 16-year-old girl. Nice to meet you, 16-year-old disturbed fan. Nice right. to meet you, Avenged Sevenfold jockey. Uh, this is great. Um, we're going to just quickly pick up our stuff. So we like, we're like like disconnecting our stuff. I'm putting my stuff in my bag, and we're looking at each other like, you ready? we got to fucking get out of here. So the second we get packed, like, all right, man, well, we got to get going. He's like, all right, well, listen, uh, I'll start packing up your stuff, and I'll just I'll show you guys the way out. And we're like, and I'm like, this is it, dude. It's going <laughs> to fucking kill us. It's going to fucking kill us. Quick, shut the stuff in the back seat in the truck. All right, man, no, I think we just make it right here. We got to go by. Oh, my God. In the car, like, the the spot to the road, like, was a ditch. So we're like, thump, thump, <laughs> out, of the, out, out there. The second we, like, get out of, like, sight of the barn, I turn like, what the fuck? What were we just doing? What were we doing? What is this kid? He he specifically, I'm like, I want you to talk to your friend's friend or whatever. Uh-huh. And I want to make very clear, he said he plays guitar and he wanted to play guitar in a band, right? Sure enough, days later we find out the message he sent literally said, hey man, you know, I've been looking to really start a band. I want to play guitar. Do you know anybody? Nice. But he doesn't play guitar. Right. He just wants to. 
He wants to, but he's just not going to stick. He's not, he doesn't have the stick to to play the guitar. Right. Can I ask how old this kid was? How... He was early 20s. Okay. I think I was mid 20s at that point. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that was. I'll never forget this as long as I live because well, that because was. Because you guys an... are still in a band together <laughs> to this <laughs> no, day. That was actually. That was tough because that was one of those things where you kind of get the the inkling that maybe this isn't going to work for me. Maybe I'm not destined to be in a band, play in a band, or anything. Yeah. I've been in bands since, and, you know, with that same guitar player, and, uh, you know, we've we've done work together since then, but that story has always been kind of like this cautionary tale. Like, if anyone we don't know wants to play, it's like, maybe I'm busy that day. (laughs) Maybe I can't make it. Maybe I just don't want to. Maybe you're not feeling well. Maybe I'm not feeling well. Maybe I don't like Avenged Sevenfold. Right. Not maybe. I don't like Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, so later on, after we've we've told this story hundreds of times, like over the course of that week, every person that we talked to uh-huh. had to hear the story again. And sometimes, like in stuff like this, I feel like Henry Rollins because you know Henry Rollins goes on tour and he ends up telling a lot of the same stories. And it's like you get to a point where you've told them so many times, everyone knows what happens. Right. But we told this story enough times and it became known as the barn of devastation yeah because you know just the minute we walked in that first time and went to set up in the shit square you just had a feeling that it just wasn't going to happen that day right i would say the minute you turned on the dirt road you knew it wasn't going to happen that day well still i mean we could have turned on a dirt road and the kid could have had like a a really nice house you know maybe it was just on Mm -hmm. you know an Mm -hmm. up and coming Mm -hmm. area Mm-hmm. Uh, an up-and-coming barn. An up-and-coming barn in the barn society. I don't know how barns work. I know mm. that when you go to New Hampshire, the barns are bigger than the houses. Yeah. And that's a sign of stature. Like, I got a big barn. I got, like, six tractors in there. That just sounds like you're overcompensating for something. Yep. I got a big barn. It's bigger than my house. Got a couple tractors in there. Got a shit square in case I <laughs> want to do activities. I feel like it was, like, stepbrothers. Like, we have more yeah. room for activities in the shit square. Right, right. Oh, my God. The only thing that would have made that better is if we had gotten a drummer to come play with us. Yeah. He's setting up in the shit square. Oh, my God. Because when we went into his dad's <laughs> bachelor pad, <laughs> there wouldn't have been any room in there. The drummer would have had to stay in the shit square yeah. and play from in there. <laughs> right, which might have sounded okay. But, uh, so this, I'll say this as a a, uh, a PSA, a public service announcement, mm-hmm. that when someone wants you to come jam in their barn, just say no. <laughs> say There's, no to Barnes. Say no to Barnes. There's no pressure. It's fine. You're not. I mean, you might insult the person, but that that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. If you insult them, you insult them. It's better than being stuck in a you know eight foot by eight foot shit square right. or an eight foot by eight foot bachelor pad covered <laughs> in beer cans, porno mags with penetration and tree stump oh stools, playing Avenged Sevenfold riffs with a 16 year old girl and a 20 something year old guitar player who can't play guitar and just wants to. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those times where I just go, those were the days. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I formed the band. Yeah. Don't know. Don't look at me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Those those anxious moments in the barn is when we came up with the name for our band, and our band is now called Kiss. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyway, that's the story. I'm sticking to it. Yep. And I hope you guys enjoyed hearing it as much as I've enjoyed telling it. I think I would never get tired of hearing that story. Yep. And I get, never get tired of telling it. I remembered a lot more than I thought I did. Yeah. Which is good. Uh, and it would be really interesting if 
the the barn the barn child uh actually somehow in a small world thing was one of our listeners yeah and if he is i invite him i'm i'm not going to go to your barn <laughs> but maybe you could come here and we could talk about that uh what if we just met him in a uh, neutral location yeah some kind uh, yeah, of public I mean, location but i mean i do live i live in a neighborhood in a house on a street that's paved right there's no barn there is no barn there's no barn there are some neighbors though there are that... some neighbors we can get bruce out here on, yeah. on the podcast or at uh, least you can tell bruce what's going on so if you we don't you know come back in a couple hours he knows yep i mean i've had a couple moments in my life where i thought someone was going to drag me out to the woods and kill me but that was that was the one where the I first day we like, met Yep, that was it. Uh, so anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, you can obviously uh, keep checking out the podcast on SoundCloud, which yep. is embedded in streaming on our site here, which is probably how you're listening to it. Uh, we are also available on Stitcher Radio with link uh, to that forthcoming, maybe an embedded player for that. Yep. Still haven't heard back on the iTunes thing. I know they're, I've heard they're backed up. I think we'd get a rejection, which is entirely possible. Yeah. Uh, we don't We don't want your kind on yeah. On our Apple service. We don't want to be there then, right? Yep, but right. we're, we're going to submit this podcast wherever we can so all of you and your friends can hear me talk about stupid crap and hear Rachel laugh at me in the process. That sounds about like a typical day in our lives. Yes, that is, yes. <laughs> now I'm sad. Oh, stop. Uh, but anyway, thank you again to Red Scroll for an awesome day, to the Pig Rig Barbecue oh, man. Uh, yeah. for an awesome meal. Uh, thank, thank you, you to Daryl for sharing that story with yep, us. Thank you to me for sharing that story and not repressing it any longer. And thank you to the barn owner for devastating right. my future with bands yep. forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> so, guys, we'll be back next week with more nonsensical bullshit. Right. Some more crap for you. Some more crap, some reviews, some talk about metal. And until then, guys, thank you for listening and have a great fucking night.